Uh, hi and welcome to this week's episode of the DW Podcast. I am joined by a man I've wanted to have on for a while, uh, <laughs> Harry from Forty Cloven. I'm not, I'm not joking, I'm serious. Derek, stop it. I, mean, I, I must have said to you before, Chris, we need to get this podcast hammered. Do you know what I think he did, but do you honestly go, pal, it's like, it's like I, I, I've said to you, you come in here and I, I really genuinely mean it, mate. It's like, you can't, I can't tell you how grateful that we are that people... You want to find out about what we're doing or ask questions. I mean, honestly, I, I mate, for the bottom of my heart, it's mental that folk want to find out about us. <laughs> it's like it's just we just do what we do, you know. You know, the story and the brand in itself, you know, has, has been growing and growing. It's, I mean, be fair for me to say, and yourself, you know, it's probably one of Scotland's hottest fashion brands. With a rapid growth, you know. It's. Um, I think same again, mate. You know, it's like one of the one of the big. Things with us is about having no expectation, and you know it's like basically you know I left. I was a manager with Cruise for years, and I, and I loved that place because it was it was a real family feel. You know, it wasn't customers; it was people who shared the same interests about clothing, who walked through the door, who went to the same places, talked about the same things. So, of course, you had a natural connection with people straight away, and you know, clothing has has always been a massive interest to in me. I, I, I could probably go through various reasons why, but I just, I've just never questioned, you know, I've just loved, and I loved the social aspect of clothing. And when uh, I was kind of trying to get 40 up and running with Peter, and I was kind of a pretty much given an ultimatum from Cruz, you know, and I understand that because I was a manager at the time, and I, I only had about six or eight t-shirts on our website at the time, you know, sure. but we had an opportunity to, well, basically, you know, we... We we went to um, see a friend of ours, uh, Claire Urban. Don't know if you know me, Claire. Claire, Claire. Claire's been a friend of ours for a long time, and she worked in Wee Guys Cafe. And we wanted to kind of do like almost like a wee pop up event, and that's kind of what you know we're still working in cruise at the time. And uh, we approached Claire and we said, Claire, you know, would really like to do a wee pop up event? Could you could would you allow us to do it? And she went, I sure no problem. So we had a we had a on. Um, the 6th of November, because we did a thing called Remember, Remember the 6th of November. Right. Was and, that 2013? Uh, I mean. 2013. And um, we invited friends and family, and that night it was like, it was like we nearly sold through our product. And, and at that point, you're going, hold on a minute here. There's more to this. Eh? this and it was like that it made us feel really funny in a really good way. And that's when you start to, and I think that's where when opportunities are handed in front of you, you know, it's like creativity takes courage. Can't remember who said that, wasn't it me? That's not my quote. <laughs> right, okay. But, you know, it's like, sometimes, you know, things lead you towards a, a time where you've just got to go, right, I'm having it. So the guys at Cruise, you know, gave us an ultimatum and I totally understood why they did that, you know, because you kind of be a manager and then go and still do your own thing. So we started in the basement of a hairdresser's with no heating and no fitting rooms, trying to sell t-shirts in January. Absolutely <laughs> bring myself. But that's another thing as well, pal, is like doing what I do for all these years and genuinely loving every part of what 40 is about. I think to myself, no, do you know what? You know, it's back to the top of cliches again and like necessity being the mother of all invention. Is it invention being, I don't know, it's the other <laughs> way. Um, but, you know, it's like, you go, hold on, no, wait a minute here, I'm, I, I've, I've asked for this. If it's been presented to me, you know, then it's, you know, it's about, it's not about what if, it's about how do we? Yeah. Because there's no such thing as what if. 
Yeah. What ifs just made up in your own, your own head? You know, it's about how Davey was actually about seeing the challenges and, and but as learning, you hear, I used to hear that loads, but you actually realise how true that is, is about actually learning. There's no such thing as a mistake if you do it for the first time. Because if you've got no knowledge of something before you do it, how can it be a mistake? You know, it's like you do it and it doesn't work out because it could feel right at the time when you do it. Yep. But without any knowledge or any experience, that's just part of the learning. Right. So it's another thing we do in here as well, Paul. We don't give ourselves a hard time about sure. not getting things right. Every, every person in the planet doesn't get it right. Every person... People make mistakes. They, you learn from them, don't Exactly. You? That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like, it's like the only reason you make a mistake is if you've got prior knowledge of something and then you do it again and it comes out the same way. Yep. That's a mistake. Sure. That's you not learning. Um, so... But at that stage, Harry, like you said, you know, you've been a manager and crew for many years. You're 39, coming up and 40 at that age. There uh -huh. must have been a lot of doubts. You know, you've got a family to support. Was there anything that thought, I'm, I'm a bit unsure? My family, pal. Right. Exactly what you say, Derek. It was my family. It was like, because, you know, it's like that. People, you know, it's like you're almost, you're almost taught not to chase your dreams. It's always, I have that security because, you know, yourself, mate, when you were younger, you were always expected to either get a trade I think there's so many different opportunities now in so many different ways that you can, you, like, you know, you look at social media, you look at all the opportunities that comes through that and all the different types of careers that you can actually almost create. Yeah. You know, and, and it was that. It was like a house, car, kids. You know, it's like, well, you kind of go for the safety of that wage every month. But I just, it was honestly, it was how strong I felt about what I wanted to do. It was something, and then that's what I'm saying. It's like, now things are becoming even stronger with actually just saying, like, let's make it work. You know, there's a confidence that comes. It's not, it's not, there's a self-confidence, not an overconfidence, yep. just by saying, another wee thing as well, mate, sorry, I go off and, I'm no, 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 off on a tangent here. Not at all, not at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tangent boy. Uh, honestly, not talk like, away. Poo -poo. Right. Um, you know, this is another thing as well, you know, I'm, I'm 47 now. You know, I'm two and a half years away from 50. And the reason I say that as well is like, I genuinely, and even through the whole aspect with COVID, it's, it's like a rebirth. It's actually going, what am I hanging about for? What am I actually waiting for? Yeah. When we're waiting for another day closer to not being here because I don't know when I'm not going to be here. Sure. We just lost a couple of friends of ours. Um, and you can actually realise, you go, they, you just don't know. But they're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. I can't speak to that person. I can't go and lift the phone and I kind of, and I just think, just do it. Just get the, just ask, how do we? And I, and, and there's, that's where the kind of a, almost like a confidence, but you, you, need to, you need to learn the confidence, you need to get rid of the self-doubt. Yeah. Self-doubt is the biggest killer for anything. It's not about overconfidence, I'll always say that, because... It's believing in yourself, isn't it? It's, it's a belief in being honest, and it's a belief in actually saying, do you know what? I, I want to be, and I think when when you're kind of got a story to tell and there's a story behind everything you do, it's not about selling anything. It's about actually telling somebody why you love to do it. Yep. And I think that's, as we get a wee bit older now, pal, that's that's what's becoming a lot more prevalent for us is actually, do you know what, let's see if it doesn't work. Who cares? Yep. Like, honestly, we'll try our absolute damnedest yep. and we, we put our heart and soul in it, but do you know what, see if something doesn't work. But you, you touched on it there, Harry. You touched on it. You says it's a story, and and this brand has a story. Derek, you've got you stories. Know? The reason we're sitting here today, pal, is because you've actually taken 
It'd be the bollocks. Just get my allowed to say that. <laughs> no censorship on this podcast. <laughs> it's the same manner. I think the old speedos like, woohoo! Speedos in the socks. Um, but that's me. It's like the reason that you're sitting here talking to me today is because you've just thought, I'm going to do this. Yep. True. Aye. So whether it's music, fashion, whether it's doing what you're doing or anything, if you love what you do, you say you say, you share the same thing as anybody. Yep. You recognise the same things in people. And, and that's what I'm saying, mate. It's like, you know, that's what I'm saying, Derek. The fact that you've asked me to do this, pal, I'm very honoured to, to even talk to you about what we do. That's no bit gone. But it's reciprocal, you know, and, and I'm honoured to be speaking to you guys. And I, and I think the reason behind that is, well, certainly for myself, it's because you've got support of people around you as well. Yeah. You're probably the same. People will have these dreams or aspirations. And, you know, if they've got self-doubt and they've not got a support of family or friends or a, a network there to say, just go and do it. Totally it might crash and burn, you know. Totally. Don't get me wrong. There was there, but there there was absolutely anybody that doesn't have. There's a there's a beautiful thing it comes to getting older, and it's that. Can I say this again? Aye. Don't really give a fuck, but I do. Mm -hmm. I actually do. I do care. And you're just like, but you, you stop caring about the no sweat and the small stuff, yep. because it becomes irrelevant. You know, you actually realise what is the important thing. You've got to live your life. It's about no making a living. It's about making a life. That's the difference. Aye. This is what we do for our life. This is what you know. It's like it's like it's a dream almost as well. Eh? Very much so. Yeah. And 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 do you know what? I listen to an amazing guy called Segura. Right, he's an amazing Indian guy. Right, he's honestly. And it's about your perception of things. And, and one of the things he said was, "See if you found out what you love in life, but you still are anxious about it. What's the point?" And it was like a ton of bricks. I'm going, hold on a minute here. Of course there's anxiety that comes through things, but that's through lack of knowledge. Mm. And it's also about trying to stop giving yourself a hard time about things. Because of same again, it's like literally success and failure. You have to treat in the same aspect. And I don't mean that sounding very wanky. What I mean by that is, is like, if something doesn't work, you need to ask why. If something works, you need to ask why. Because if it's worked, you need to find out why it worked so you can keep doing it. Yep. If it hasn't worked, you need to find out why, so you don't do it, or right. you change it, or you because sometimes you do things at a certain point that doesn't work, but that's not because it could be various reasons for it. it just it could be not the right time for things. Sure. We don't discount anything, mate. I don't mean discount, no discounts. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're watching this, you've got a, watching a this, discounts. I'm looking. Hi, keep a putting a wee graphic on the Free delivery. Um, no, but what I mean by that, mate, is we don't discount anything, even sure. when we design or we do. We don't, nothing, you can't have anything, you can't have a physical without an idea, right? And if you shoot that idea down at the first hurdle, then... Mate, it's like, yeah. it's like you can have, have an idea and then 15 other things come out of that, pal. And that's what I'm saying, it's like, you, you know, don't ever get rid of anything. Do you know what I mean? It's right. like, you just... Park it, put it I, mate, yeah. do you know, see if it doesn't... F this is another thing as well. One of the big things for us, mate, is like, it's always about being conscious of the language you use okay. in a positive sense. Because words have got a lot of power behind them. You know, if you, you say to somebody, mate, you're looking well, how are you doing? Yep. How does it make you feel? You, oh, go, you feel good, Tears. don't you? Somebody makes you go, look at the state of you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, you, people don't realise that the actual power that you have and the positive aspect of generally how it makes you feel. And that's another thing that we're very, very mindful of is actually saying, it's not what you think, it's what you feel, you feel. but what you think is also just as powerful because it affects your feelings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we're very, very conscious of how we approach things. You know, it's like very much 
just building that whole aspect of being very, very positive all the time. And to strip it back to, you know, 40, before we started recording, you were saying to me, you know, there's this old saying, life starts at 40. I mean, it's like, well... And was that part of your thinking? Was that... Yeah, it was. It was basically... I felt there was a lot of stuff that changed for me just as I turned 40. A lot of home truths were told to me. You know, you know, quite, quite a wee bit of an ego through DJing and doing other things and so on and so forth. But, you know, you actually realise that, as I say, that's a very false thing. It's yeah. about no having any confidence. I wasn't a very confident guy when I was younger. No? Even though you can have a... I mean, if you've seen yourself in Cruise and whatever else, you'd always thought... Ah, there's, there's, a wee bit of, there's a wee bit of a... You've got a character almost. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, think sometimes when you, you've got that ego, it's almost like you've got a, you've put on a full bodysuit. Sure. <laughs> yeah. A full, full bodysuit personality. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Paul, it's like... Um, when, when I turned 40, I kind of started to get that no matter what you do in life, it's about you, mm -hmm. right? And that's not from an ego point of view. Yeah, I just start to realise that you're the start and finish everything. And if you've affected a situation, you've got to ask yourself why. Okay. I, I now apologise very quickly about things because I just think, see, if I've done something, I've got to have that honesty about saying, look, I'm really sorry I've, I've done that. And do you know what you find, mate? If you find things go away very quickly sure. because you've, you've the honesty it. is just there in front of you. Yep. Um, I kind of felt things started. 40 was about, 40 means to us is about making decisions based on how you feel. It's about stopping asking someone, what do you think? Because what you think, what you feel, is completely different from what I think and what I feel. So it's about having a bit of confidence. It was about that confidence or, or discovering what confidence was, just that wee bit. Okay. And going, right, okay. So it was about making your own decision. It was about chasing your dream. And I, I can't tell folk enough, just go and do it. Don't ever hang about waiting until somebody telling you it's okay. See if you feel that you've got to do something. You feel that you've got to do something. Do it. I don't know many times. I don't know if you've found it as well, mate. Somebody going, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that's cool. Don't, you don't need to. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I think, sometimes people get a bit scared of saying, oh, yeah, but he's up to T-shirt with a monster on it. Yeah, if you're not, that'll never work. <laughs> It's just because I think sometimes people do how they, their insecurities, they can't ever imagine that you could actually get and put your heart and soul into something yeah. and really believe in that much. So, and that's another wee tagline that we use. It's not even a tagline, it's actually something that we, it's, we say believe in everything. Because see, no matter what you do in your life, believe in it. If you really, really love that, believe in it, you go after it. Yep. Did I go off on a tangent again there? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. You, what you did mention though was, was the monster, your, your logo and the, the story ah, behind that. For, for me, ah, it, it tugs at the heartstrings as well, doesn't it? Well, don't I'm going to start greeting. Um, <laughs> I come home, I was working, I come home and there's the monster. Drawn on, it was actually it was actually in the back of a, my wife had a wee business in Erdingston called Vanity K. Right. And um, it was a Vanity K A4 bit of paper and the wee man had turned it over and just drawn this monster. Three, three years old, mate, right? Three years old. And I just, it's about trusting your instinct. And it blew me away. I just went, did we man draw that? She's like, yep. And I'm like, no you, chance. Do, do you know, <laughs> see how amazing that is? And, um, and I posted it on Facebook, right? Because I just, I just, and I get one line, one comment from Mr. Peter Love. You're joking. No, mate, one line, one comment. And for those that are listening, Peter is your graphic designer. That's your right-hand man almost. Peter's, Peter's, Peter's 20 or 40. <laughs> right, that's brilliant. You know, it's like, and that's what I'm saying, mate, it's like, that we've, we've got no hierarchy in here. Mm. Because 
of all the people that work alongside us, I don't know what Peter knows. I don't know what David knows. I don't know what Johnny knows. Sure. And you're a full, you know, it's like for me and being a managing director, it's about, it's about sitting in the middle. Yeah. It's about listening and, and taking the best part for everyone. But yeah, another side, what I've also learned again, mate, is like about constantly, constantly, the 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 thirst for knowledge. Sure. In a sense of, right, that that was meant. Oh, I didn't know that. Right, but I know it now. It's like it's like we're we're kind of talk about this thing this year about knowledge is power, and that comes through loads of different aspects. You know, it's about you know, finding out not to reply quickly. That that's a bit of knowledge, mm -hmm. and that's powerful in the sense of actually learning a wee bit more about yourself. Sure. What was his comment then on the Facebook? I would make a great t-shirt. Really, <laughs> eh? <laughs> I swear to God, mate. And I just, and same again though, you're like, like, I believe that things have got energy and I believe right. that, you know, it's like, you know, you ever get that thing and you, I'm a kind of a, I'm a big practitioner of a thing called the law of attraction, right. which is basically about Albert Einstein, the, the most intelligent man in the planet, who, who was also dyslexic, which is another really important thing for me in my life. Yeah. Um, Intelligence comes in loads of different forms. You can have emotional intelligence. You can have physical intelligence. You can have loads of different aspects of your intelligence. Intelligence is not just about numbers and letters and being able to... Intelligence is not just about storing information. Yep. Intelligence is about how do you use that information? Knowledge is power. Yeah. How do you use that to the benefit yourself in a positive sense? Yeah. Um, but, you know, in fact, even Peter says, that make a great <laughs> T-shirt. It just connected with him again. Yeah. So I've never done anything about it straight away. Oh, hello there. Hi there. Busy bit of the tin, <laughs> <laughs> It's actually the most quietest bit of the tin, but somebody's decided that you pull something down there. Um, you know, and it's like, it was like that connection, and 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 I've, I phoned Peter up, but I hadn't done anything about it straight away. I says, Pedro, I says, remember that, that image that you... So how, that how long was that after? I'd say it was about, about mm, six months. Really? Yeah, about six months. You're joking. Um, I said, no other comments or no nothing. But no. I feel after that, but it was no fact that wasn't that was the only one Aye. that would make a great T-shirt. Um, I said, Pedro, remember that that monster? Drawing. I says, mate, I would love to, I'd love to see if we could do anything with that. Aye. And Peter actually did my very very first club fire. I DJed for years as well, Derek. Sure. He did my very very first club fire, and I remember him meeting him in the Edinburgh train. And he went, oh, mate, I've got this flat for you. Remember, there's no mo mobile phones by this point, right? We're yeah. all gets, right? <laughs> sure. And he's just brung out, these mobile, brung out this uh, piece of paper for his bag. And it was a night I used to do called Brainstorm. Right. And, it, and, it, and I actually stood in the train from Glasgow to Edinburgh going, my God. Pedro, I was just talking about the, the flyer, <laughs> the very first flyer you'd done. Oh, <laughs> if anybody can hear that, it's uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Peter Love in the background. <laughs> 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 But you know, it's like, same again, it's like, I've always had a real visual connection with Peter as well, you know, sure. it's like, I've always really, really, I've always really revered Peter's work. Sure. Even can, I can't tell you what he's done for legal reasons, but there's a Peter's designed one of the most iconic things in the planet. Okay. And I, I, I'll leave it there. I'm intrigued. Uh, I, I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> I like my business, I don't want to get sued by anybody. <laughs> um, but same again, it's like, you know, you know, how we work together as well, pal. You know, we sat down and I said to Peter, you know, I've always been interested in camouflage. I love the, I love, um, or what's called DPM, disruptive pattern yeah. material, and how you can use anything for camouflage. Um, and it's not, it's just not even just on the fact of a, a fashion aspect, you know, camouflage has been always there, you know, whatever part, it's just, it's just, it's always, I've always fascinated me. So we made a, a camel monster, but the monster's actually called Bryce, after Bryce, my okay. son. 
And the very first camouflage monster, everyone's got a story with us as well, Derek. Sure. The first camouflage monster's called Benjamin, which is named after my father. My father uh, served in World War Two. Brilliant. So, you know, we don't just come up with a name for something. There's there's research there's a concept, there's, there's a, a story, story yep. Because it has to be, you know, like it's like it's like a children, right. basically. So I remember like and Peter had kind of played about with some fonts and stuff like that as well, and he just typed up the word forty in your font and I just it was like a sledgehammer. I just went, Oh my god, that that's it. That's it. And it was like that. It was honestly like a, a pure eureka moment. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember going away and we'd done other things and stuff like that. And I, I couldn't wait to get up the road to show my wife. And I'm going, it's like, I could hardly talk about it. So that's kind of really where the whole aspect of, you know, where the brand is that. And I remember another, another thing is, is like, you can't have a physical without an idea first. Sure. Right? You can't have... You can't create anything without thinking about it first, right? Yeah. Thoughts become physical. And I remember the first time we actually got our samples through and mate, I see him again, I was just... Buzzing. Oh, Pat, I, <laughs> I can't tell you how... What's the word I'm looking for? It just, just, I just knew, I just knew it. Yeah. And, and you had that feeling almost, Mate, right? absolutely. That's again, it's yeah. about how you feel about something. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I'm like, yeah, I, no, this is, this is something cool, man. And the fact that I said, you know, a, a printed garment with something my son had drawn and something that Peter had taken and, and made something really amazing. And, you know, that's the thing with us as well and how we design, pal, there's no ego between us because if Peter comes up with something and I think there's maybe a point about it, I'll say something. And if I come up with something and Peter thinks there's a point about it, but we know that we're saying it not to get one over on each other. We say yeah. it because we're literally there's genuinely something we feel that we need to talk about. And I think that's massive as well to have that trust in our business partner. Very much so. Absolutely. Especially something part. like this that's getting out there to the world. And mate, that's where we're, kind of, we're really excited because we know that there's so much more that we can do better. Sure. And, and I mean, like the stuff that's I said before, the stuff they've done with Disney work, well, that excites me. Mm -hmm. You know, because if you think you know everyone, you're an absolute fool. Yep. And, but no, you just that. Imagine you came to a point and you'd achieved everything. What's left? That's it. What's left? See if you've actually achieved all your dreams. You, know, you might as well just go off the universe because yep. it's it's pointless. You know, you're all. I feel that we are just students of what we do. You know, I'm just a steward of this. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, and that's what we're very thankful for as well. We're going, right, man. What else can we do with this? This is really cool. But we're annoyed, this mate. You know, it's like it's not the fact that we own forty. It's like we're just in awe of being able to do what we do. Aye. You know, and I, we'll never lose that. So where did you go from? You're downstairs in this hairdresser selling t-shirts in in January. To you've then now got the uh, shop and well, we actually moved. Um, we kind of we started to kind of a. It was getting to the point where it was, I loved the downstairs in the hairdressers because it was like a gang hut. Mm -hmm. It was amazing, and because we were in on the, the down below part, it was like um. It was just off of Girl Street, wasn't it? It was just off of Girl Street, place called South Frederick Street. That's it. And, uh, <laughs> and it was like you could see, you know, you you get this hairdresser right, and all these, all these <laughs> people getting their hair cut upstairs, and then you could see people looking down. What's under there? As if you know the windows. And I'm going, come in, come in. Aye. You know, and it was like it was a bit. It was it was on it was underground literally. Mm -hmm. You know, and we were going, but same again. But I was like. You know, you'd no, no expectation to it. And the fact that somebody bought your product, I was going, I'm going up the road going like Because we were literally having to work out, pal, how much we needed to sell to pay our mortgage and feed our kids. And yep. 
You know, that's, it's a gamble. that's literally it's the a truth. Big gamble, eh? But you know, that's what I'm saying. That's where you've got to have that absolute drive. Yeah. You've got to get you've got to get your mind straight. You've got to get your thoughts straight. Sure. And it's it's like if you want to become physically fit, you have to work out, you have to train, you have to run. Your thought process is the same thing. It needs work. Because there is that self doubt that creeps in. It's yep. a natural thing. But self doubt is no welcome here. You know, it's like, no, I'm sorry, I, like, like, I don't know, so I need to find out, so I'm not going to make up something that doesn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we, we kind of decided that, you know, as things started to take, take up, because at the end of the day, we were only renting a space, mate. You know, it's like, if we had to start, like, changing things about and adding lights, I <laughs> 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 think called lights, we didn't have lights either. Sure. In fact, when we started, we all had was a disco light, that was it. Honestly, it was mad. <laughs> Why did you go for a shop rather than an online platform? Because I'm a shop floor boy, Aye. you know, and you just naturally move towards what you know. You know, you can't be something you're not, yep. right? Because you get caught in two and, and hit, it's obviously a lot harder to tell a story online than it is to... Um, would you say same that? Again, mate, I, well, same again, Paul, you know, we only did what we f was natural to us. Yep. You know, and it's like the online business, we had given no attention to, even though it was funny, we actually started with online. Yep. But... I remember the first sale getting through online and I was like, ah, somebody's actually bought some in line. <laughs> and we, we used to pack parcels in our kitchen and send it through <laughs> right. the kitchen. I remember going on holiday one year and leaving my neighbours <laughs> to send to parcels <laughs> in the middle of my kitchen and it was like, yeah, all the names of the product was written on the, the boxes and we Kirsty man, God bless her. Kirsty, happy birthday, by the way. Um, <laughs> Kirsty, God bless her, actually went over and, and that's what I'm saying. It was like, we just felt that folk felt part of it, mate. Because I... I, I, we even hate to use the word customer. Well, you've always went on about your 40 family. Always, you? mate. You know? It's not a customer, it's a person. I, I think that's easy for you to say because you've got a loyal customer base or family. You know, the people that buy your products come back and they come back and come back. I think there's been various things to that, though, mate. You know, same again, it's like you've got to remember that it's like you build up things through honesty. Yeah. If something happens within your business, if something happens, and I hate to even use the word business. Because it's no business, it's life for us. Mm -hmm. Something happens. If you've done something, first thing we do is reach out and make sure that we apologise first and foremost. But we go over and above. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's like if we've made it, if we've done something wrong, hold your hand up and say, and, and I think what's happened over the last week is people have actually really appreciated that it's not just about taking the money. Mm -hmm. Because them giving us a hard-earned money, you know, thank you. You know, what it, what that does to me, because it feeds my family, my Florida family. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and it lets us invest in amazing product and, and talk to better manufacturers. And for me, it's everything in life is about progression. Yep. Most importantly, kind of progressing yourself through a positive aspect. So, you know, mate, you know, the fact that people do feel part of who we are as people and as a brand is amazing and we'll never stop being thankful for that. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's like the fact that, you know, people see like yourself, mate, are saying is we've got a loyal following. Mm -hmm. That's, we're so grateful for that because we're just going, well, you know, the guys have made themselves a loyal follower in the sense oh. of, the, you know, they've decided that who we are as people is who they want to represent I want to themselves as well. Mate. For uh, me, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'll never, I'll never get to any point where I'll go, right, that's just how that is. If you're you're a fool, you know. What, what I think is amazing about the brand is it doesn't seem to have a an age group or a demographic. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of young people wear it, but I'll, I'll be walking down Buchanan Street and you'll see a guy in the 60s wearing a polo shirt or you'll see you know, somebody you know, in the jacket. It's actually funny, so. it's like, you know, it's something that people have been speaking to us about mm -hmm. over the... I've actually met a, a friend of mine who 
uh, owns a couple of businesses. Same again. I'm not saying that. I'm not getting my free plug. Um, and he went like to me, wee man, I can't work out what you do. And I'm like, what do you mean? Right. He says, I see kids and I see boys in their 60s. And I think, there's, I think when we kind of started to have a wee blather about it, mate, we were having a conversation, we kind of thought, well, the thing is, it's like, we, we don't sell product, we tell stories. And because of the fabrics that we use, people connect with it in different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like maybe people have connected with it through the music aspect, or because we've got a fashion background of what I've always done, then we can talk about it in a, a fashion aspect. But also in other ways, well, you know, you, sometimes you talk about our youth product, you know, talk about we're talking to parents of what they need so they kind of know that, you know, when we're, we've got a contract with them, they give us their hard-earned money and we give them part of our soul. Mm -hmm. Going like that, that's our product there. Yep. So that's where the honesty is well, part. And it's back to that whole thing about life. See, when you're honest, that's all there is. <laughs> and that's all we've ever, ever, and will ever be, mate, is honest. To say if you don't get it wrong, you apologise, you be honest, and then you so I think that's where the, the broad sense of demographic and we do our essential product. We've got our streetwear. We don't try to be for everybody, but another thing as well is like I've got loads of different when it comes to fashion, I've got loads of different um motivations. So, you know, mate, I'm an old Stone Island boy. Yep. You know, I bought Stone Island for cruise and I, I was uh, fascinated with that brand because uh, it was gallant engineering for me, but also the culture side of things, mm -hmm. you know, through the football and that sense of community. It was like, when you wore that brand, you know, it was like, you were automatically associated yourself as part of what that meant to football. Sure. And it, you know, and it's so, 40 for me is about that same aspect. Mm -hmm. It's about bringing our passion and our knowledge and our energy and, and putting it through garments. So, you know, people will connect differently of what part of the story they want to connect with. And, and you've done that so well in terms of connecting with the music scene. You know, you are very heavily connected to the music scene, obviously yourself being a DJ yourself, but you're, you know, you're visible at festivals across Glasgow. Uh, your more recent releases, you've had Primal Scream designs, you've had Nirvana designs, and it's, you know... It's well, you know, same again on that as well, pal. It's like, it's not just about selling a T-shirt. It's about any, any product that you see that we have, we can tell you a reason why. You know, and it's like those albums, you know, the Scream of Delica was part of me growing up. It was an album that I loved, mm -hmm. I loved, you know, like Nirvana. You know, it was an album, you know, Nevermind was just like, that was an album that crossed all genres and all generations. Right. And it was like, I would talk to boys who were writing their techno and they listened to Nirvana. And there was a connection there with that, you know, and that's what I'm saying is like, what we do, pal, is like we with the music scene. Even even working with like um, um, Mark and Dave from Riverside. Yep. You know we work with the guys because we've got a real connection with the guys. We sat with them in a meeting, and just went, I really like these guys, mm -hmm. and they got us and we got them. So like with some of the kind of manufacturers we've worked with over the past wee while as well, Derek. Am I all right? Talk. Of course, just, yeah, you sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, don't overthink it. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Try to teach myself a lesson. Like, you know, go and sort of it. Back, back in the room. Um, no, it's like, like for example, people expectation. What we've found is, it's like, we're talking about this connection, whether it's no matter if it's music, fashion, football, whatever. If you've got a passion about something, you can share that passion because that's the honesty of it. Yep. You know, and some of the amazing brands, like, for example, Hancock, who actually started Macintosh all those hundreds of years ago, mm -hmm. you know, the guy Daniel, we sat down and we shared with sh a kindred spirit through clothing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they, these are the guys that manufacture for some of the biggest designers in the world, then started working with us. John Cesar Elgin, who's the best knitwear mm -hmm. 
um, developers in the world, you know, who, same again, I don't, I can't say too much about who else they work with. Okay. Um, but, you know, they work with some of the best known brands in the world. They, they work with us because we had a connection with Fiona because she was a dead honest person. She just loved what she did. We loved the product. She loved the product. And she understood what we were trying to achieve. Yeah. And and even like, for example, as well, you know, you know, I've got, an, an, I've got an, I've done, I've had some amazing opportunities through music, mate, DJing wise over the years. And I'm extremely grateful for, you know, the Tina Park, DJ at Space in Ibiza. But same again, what it was about was about people and about how that came about. Mm-hmm. It was just that honesty of that, yep. sharing that same passion. And what we found is, is like, people who are up the perceived tree, what we found is, is see the people you you would think right at the very top, they're the people who are actually most willing to help you. <laughs> because same again, they understand how hard you've worked because they did exactly the same. Aye. So same again, it's that honesty again, pal. So we don't we don't we know we don't have even any expectations, pal, when we go and speak to people mm-hmm. because you either think, well, you're either a good guy, or you're not a good guy. Yep. If you're not a good guy, it's that's okay. <laughs> We've got the power to say, no, thank you. Sure. If it's a good guy, you've hopefully can maybe can ever be honest with that and say like, how do we work together? Hundred percent. And I think uh, in in recent times, you know, it's obviously been challenging for loads of businesses, but you guys have been fighting through it. And I love the wee bit of press that you've had recently. You can have private drop-ins to come and pick your forty products. Um, uh, mate, that seemed again. That came through about understanding about maybe people who are shielding or maybe people who were very very cautious. Um, I think so we said something at the start mate, before we kind of started recording there about normality. Yep. Because what your normality is and what the man normality is is two totally different things. Different, so, eh? so normal is actually a very personal and a very diverse thing. Yep. You know, what is normal? That sure. whole thing. Well, what's your normal? People work night shift, people work day shift. Exactly. What's normal I, 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 exactly. Somebody who works night shift, that's their normality. And somebody Aye. would go, never do that. Aye. But their normality is day shift. Exactly. Somebody who works night shift would say, oh, can't be worried about that day shift. Aye. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's such and a that's such an easy example, but there's millions of millions, examples. Millions, millions. Um, the appointment system was really based upon trying to really understand what people need and, and offer that. Sure. You know, same again, you don't know if it's going to work, it's not going to work, but it's been amazing for us, mate, because people have actually understood why we've done it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the appointment from 9 o'clock to 11, and then 11 o'clock to 5, we open up the store to general public. General public. Yeah. And then from 5 o'clock to 6, we have other appointments. And it was actually over at the store this morning, and the girl had actually said without preempting it, she's like, I love the fact I can just be in here and be myself. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, well, you know what, thank you. You know, because then you know it's about that that real aspect of what you're doing, the honesty and the truthfulness sure. of just saying, well, that's why we did it. Mm-hmm. And um, so, again, mate, just to say, we've been extremely grateful for how people have actually reacted to that as well. You know, there've been no expectations, but the fact they've actually folk have actually went for it has been brilliant. You know, it's like it, m- it makes you feel a bit makes you feel a bit ready, brick, <laughs> a bit, a bit warm, right of home inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go, that's cool, man. Hi. I really like the fact that's worked. Do you think the location of the shop helps? I yes, mean, it's massively brilliant. You know, I mean, you've obviously worked around the corner for many years, but being right in the city centre, you know, next to Gallery um, Modern I walk by that store every... Same again, you talk about how, what you feel, right? Yep. I walk by that store, the one we're in in Royal Exchange Square. I live in Royal Exchange Square. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No, no, listen, that's what we're here for. Oh, like, I get free plugs in, I'm kidding. Um, we, I walked by that store every day, pal, for about six months and it was empty. And I went, I, I want can that. see us in there. Aye. I can actually, actually visualise us being there. And I phoned the guy up who was who was renting it and what he was looking for I couldn't afford. And I was honest with him. I said, look, listen, I know the building's been lying on empty for a wee while. And what you're asking for, I, 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 I can't afford it. And I told him what I could afford at the top. I wasn't trying to get a deal off him. Yep. I said, look, listen, this is what I've got. I don't have an extra tenner. 
but I'll leave it with you. You know, it's like I'm no, I'm not expecting anything. And he phoned us back about two weeks later and went, right, okay, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And same again, meet you talk about that unknown. It was expensive, but we're going. Do you know what? Let's not think about that. Let's think about what the actual what, what the dream is and what the vision is and, and actually views. You know what? And we got a lot. Well, we did get a lot of tourists. <laughs> but same again, mate. It's like it's almost like because we are born and bred in Glasgow. Yep. Then that's the another honesty. So folk were coming in and actually hearing about the story and yeah. and really connecting with pal. You know, and that's what I'm saying. It's like you know the, the people who have been coming back to us again and come back to us year after year just to have a blather. You know, it's like the, the product and then becomes secondary yeah. because it's just about gaining respect. Would you ever move to any other cities, would you? Um, what we're doing at the moment, Paul, you know, our teams, I'm really proud of how we've expanded our team. You know, if I, to say if I'm proud of anything, but pride can be a bit of ego as well. Sure. Um, I'm proud of how we've been able to bring really amazing people into our business. Mm -hmm. And uh, David, who's now taking care of our wholesale side of things. Sure. It's about understanding and trying to understand that maybe opening a stand, another standalone store at the moment would be far, far too much commitment. You, there's there's pros and cons to that. You know, if you've got your own standalone store, you can make sure that your story's been told how it should be, be told. Yep. Sometimes when you, you place that in the hands of someone else, then you're a wee bit at the mercy of that. That's but we're very, very careful of some of the people who, well, you know Jim for Unique, you know Jamsy. I do, I, yeah. The reason we work with Jim is because... And you know him, you can He's a great him. guy. Uh, and yeah. he's, uh, because he's got an independent business, sure. then we know that he, he would only really bring things into his store that, that he believes in. He even believes Aye, in. Yep. So we work with Danny Glennie up in north in Inverness. You know, we, we've now started working with the guys at Exile in Edinburgh because Brilliant. Dave's a, a great guy. Yep. You know, Dave, who, who's kind of had Exile for a long time, Dave and Paul. Would you only stock in the Edinburgh window, not the Glasgow one, because they're too close? Yeah, mate, that, same again. You've yeah. Got, that's another thing about talking about, like, actually, if you're, you're, if, uh, I can even use uh, the... That the, um, so the vulgar term of business. Sure. You know, you've still got to be... And it's something we're learning. Um, we want to really share 40 out, but you've still got to be very, very careful of making sure that you're still protecting your bubble a wee bit yeah. of not diluting that. Because that's another really thing, mate. A lot of times in life, people want what you can't have. If you make it too widely available, then folk just it just becomes a thing. Look at that. And it's not a thing it? for uh, us. Yeah. It's not just a thing. Yep. So it's like giving somebody your baby. You know, it's actually like handing one of your children yeah. saying, I do what you want. You know, it's See, like I trust them to look after trust them to look it's, after them. It's like you're like, you know, like ah, it's alright, give them broken glass and a knife, it's fine. <laughs> you, know, so you just can't do that, mate. You yep. know, it's like you've got to be very, very, very careful of how you do it. It's the same you treating someone with love and respect. You know, I, I treat my family with love and respect, and I wouldn't just, you know, just expect someone I didn't know just to look after them. So that's kind of really how we look at this as well, pal. You know, we do it for the right reasons. Yep. What's Very the, cautious. What's the next steps then? Where, where are we going? Um, the next steps, pal, is um, we're just very grateful that we've managed to come through this period and have such amazing support. Mm -hmm. So, same again, mate, it's like we have to go for it in the sense of, you know, we still need to talk to the guys who are the independent guys or the guys who really want to know how, how they want to make this work through this time. Back to, it's not about what if, it's about how do we. Okay. So, for us as well, pal, it's about you know, developing amazing product with amazing people. Sure. Um, we and that's what it's been like for the start, isn't it? It's, it's been a ethos, mate. Right. It's actually, you know, it's like, I'm, I mean, I'm like a five-year-old at Christmas when we get <laughs> deliveries in for, for uh, samples. Rip my own, kind of wait till ex I get exactly the same feeling. <laughs> and we've got wee Ellie who works with us and she's just, she's got, the honesty is that she loves what she does just the same sure. as us. And like when she's developed something and it's arrived and it's the physical, it's great because the two is I can't wait to get into the box first. Right. 
And same again, that's maybe why that maybe that translates is because that's the honesty. It's because mm-hmm. I want to wear my clobber. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I can't wait to get my clobber on. Yeah, your clobber. Mm-hmm. And and it's like when that's what I mean. I'm not selling it to anybody. I'm just telling them why we do it. Yeah, we're writing about the stitches and the fabric and the weight and how it washes and just because you know I think people people want to know that sort of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Your son's a bit older now. What's his opinion on the the monster? Bryce is a is an absolute gemmy a wee guy. He's a he's a kind-hearted, thoughtful, wee individual, and you actually kind of try to teach somebody, to try to teach kids that at early ages. You know, he's the wee man's get a lot of amazing qualities, and he's kind of struggled with it a wee bit as we were kind of maybe getting a wee bit more to the forefront of things, and people are becoming a wee bit more recognisable. He struggled with that a wee bit, okay. um, and he, you know, he's like, Dad, I, I, I don't want forty to be there anymore. I don't, I don't like it. Really? Yeah. Right yeah. at the very beginning. Yeah. Um, and then, but now, you know, I think what's been great to show m- my children, my show my kids is about, and actually now having, he start, he start, I can't believe I've got a kid going to high school. We man's going to high school after the Scary. summer. Scary. After your heat. Uh-uh. I'm still 18. <laughs> 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 um, but you know what's now and what's great to actually show and teach my kids now is about, see, no matter what you love, we man loves scooter. He's, a, he's mad for scooters, right? right? And he, I'm like, we man, see if you wanted to make a, a life out of that. Mm-hmm. Go and get it. So I think what's been great is to actually show my kids that I'm not just telling them to go and do it. I can show them. I'm doing it myself. I, think, yeah. I've, I, call it, I call it good work. Don't want to call it hard work. Okay. Because this isn't hard work. It needs effort and it needs love and it needs care and attention. But what's hard about it? Especially that, if you're passionate about it. Eh? Derek, see if this is hard, why am I doing it? And I don't mean that to be facetious or anything. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, is like you've got to look at the 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 effort that you need to make mm-hmm. to make it flow more it's not about being easy sure. it's about that constant constant willingness to make it work pal and I think it's about commitment and it's about same again taking away that self doubt don't let that self doubt come in man it's rubbish mm. it's crap you know what I mean why believe in yourself make believe in everything no matter what you do pal and that, that is that is the, the key you know and it's like and we've got amazing amazing people and it was my wife is just amazing pal she gives us so much support she really gets it you know my kids are just phenomenal and it's just mate, ugh, do you know what pal I, I can't say again mate I'm so grateful where can folk check out 40 if they've not done so already www.40clothing that's f-r-t-y clothing.com <laughs> um, and uh, Royal Exchange Square pal but you know it's like you know guys you know just come and chat to us, you know, have a blather, you know, you want to come in because it's like, it's really about saying, how are you? Mm-hmm. Really mean it, totally. you know? So, yes, pal, please come and, come and join the 40 family. Well, that's it. Harry, it's been an absolute pleasure. Mate. Thank you. Oh, oh, elbow. Elbow. <laughs> <laughs> listen, pal, thanks very much for coming no, thanks for giving us an opportunity, mate. Thank you, mate. And listen, thanks to everyone that's uh, checked out this episode of the DW podcast. If you've not done so already, Please like and subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts uh, and go and check out 40. Great brand with great people. Thanks. <laughs>